CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey guys, and welcome back to I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. And we are your hangry girls who just made a new Instagram. There's nothing on it yet, but it's But there, there will be. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> so we're letting you know, obviously, you follow Danielle at Hangry Houstonian. Follow at the Hangry Girls podcast. We're going to post a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff that we do, recipes that we talk about on the show. So if you ever need like a quick link to things we're doing on the show, that is definitely your place. Danielle, how was your weekend? It was good. My niece had her first birthday party. Oh my God. She is such a cute human being. Danielle was showing me the pictures of her like eating her first birthday cake. I've never been so proud. Oh my God. She is going to be a hangry girl. I mean, she already is basically. I love watching little kids dig into the smash cake. Oh, it's so cute. And my niece, when her mom, bless her heart, like gives her like sweet potatoes and like very healthy things, Mm -hmm. which is great. You know, obviously these are like the fundamental parts of like developing your palate, you know, so it's like really good to give you like Brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes and stuff like that. I don't know if she gives her Brussels sprouts, but I know she she loves sweet potatoes, but like refined sugar, she doesn't give that to her yet. So this was like her first real moment and sis went ham on it. it was double fisting i mean i was dying laughing we were like this is she's been missing out on this she's looking her at her life. mom thinking what the heck mom you left this out like what have you been doing to exactly. me exactly and what a fun video too to look back on everyone has that video of themselves where you get the smash cake i don't remember it wasn't a thing back in the day with us it was for me oh really you had a smash cake I, of course also, I had a smash Jesse's cake. like a decade younger than me but you know I, I wish I had a smash cake yeah I mean the videos are hilarious I don't remember what my cake looked like but I remember my sister's I think was a Madeline cake Aww. you remember Madeline of course, of course. yeah first of all what happened to Madeline she I was know. my favorite second of all she had the cutest Madeline cake with like a mountain of frosting on it and just shoved her whole face in it <laughs> I feel like that's your rite of passage when you're one is just getting to smash your face in a piece well, of cake at one point when literally went in with her face and started biting it. And I was like, yes, I am. I've never been so proud of this child. She's a hangry girl for sure. And exactly. she's, so she's indoctrinated in it today. Oh, I'm so glad you got to see her this weekend. That's so exciting. You know, sometimes we spend time with babies. I spent the weekend with dogs looking at the Humane Society for, I'm going to say a puppy, but more for a senior dog. Some of you are not spending your time with babies and dogs. You're spending it with actual people getting ready for Valentine's Day coming up next week. Some of you, which would not be me. (laughs) Some of you with lives may be talking to real, you know, people that can talk back and not babies and dogs, whatever, whatever. But, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up quick. And I think we all realized it when we looked at the calendar and saw, okay, it's February. And then I feel like it's this pressure every year of what are you going to do? So I'm doing a Galentine's with like a few of my single girlfriends. It's so fun. But Planning something different, I feel, every year is a little bit tough. Like, you always visit the same restaurants that you've always been to. Even if you do Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, a lot of people end up doing the same thing every year. So we want to help you out by bringing you guys some new date night spots. And this can be a date night for you, yourself, and you, for you and your girlfriends, or you and the special someone. Our first date night spot this week is a restaurant in the Med Center. It's at the Intercontinental Hotel. It's called Safina. 
Ooh, fancy. I know, right? So it is a refined Mediterranean restaurant that has a healthy flair, which Mm -hmm. I love Mediterranean food. And you know what? I do enjoy being healthy. This restaurant, first and foremost, is beautiful. Like you walk in, it's like really high ceilings, like very modern, contemporary. And I love that. It's in the med center. So Mm -hmm. it's like in the heart of the city, really. And they have a great patio that like overlooks kind of like the hustle and bustle of the med center area. So, you know, this is also if like, you know, if you have a loved one in the med center and stuff, this is a great restaurant to visit as well. But yeah, the patio area is so, so nice. And, you know, I feel like I spend so much time in the heights and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's nice to like get out and like see other places that are important in the city. Yeah, I feel like when you and I think this is for everyone. When you go out to a restaurant, you tend to stay in your area. Oh, my bubble for sure. My, my bubble. bubble. So I live in the upper Kirby Greenway area and we tend to go to restaurants in that area like if it's on kirby i'm there if it's in the little rice village shopping Uh center i'm there right and danielle lives in the heights so she sticks through the heights so i like hearing danielle's suggestions that are outside of upper kirby or outside of the heights so we can branch out (laughs) exactly so all three of my restaurant recommendations this week are in different parts of the city (gasps) so super pumped look at us yes i know branching out y'all you're welcome you're welcome new hangry girls exactly (laughs) So this restaurant, the food, absolutely incredible. They have, you know, beautiful hummus dishes that have, mm-hmm. like, lamb on top, short rib with sweet potato mash. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Two of my favorite things, honestly. Amazing. I love, love sweet potato anything. And, oh, my gosh. I didn't order this, but I saw this on their Instagram. They have a margarita, but it's called the birthday margarita. And they okay. have, like, sprinkles on the outside of the glass. <gasps> you know, and it's just interesting that... You know, I think about this restaurant, I'm like, so many people from all over the world come to Houston Medical Center to either receive treatments Mm -hmm. or they're doing business deals in the med center. It's just, it's a metropolis for that kind of world-renowned business. And so people that are coming from all over are wanting high-class food. This is that restaurant for those types of people. So if you're not from Houston and you're listening to this, definitely a great restaurant for that. But I thought it was fun that like they added a kind of fun, spunky cocktail in the mix. You know, it's not just like your average Grey Goose martini, you know, which I'm sure is perfect. Grey Goose, if you'd like to sponsor us, please. I love Grey Goose. Reach out. We're here. Exactly. We're here. (laughs) But I'm just saying that like, it's just something fun and and funky, which I appreciate with a classier restaurant. It's like, they still got a little, little flair. A little bit of fun in them. Exactly. It's tough when you go to those uptight restaurants, you feel like, super stiff so it's nice to see on the menu you're like oh just kidding you guys like to have fun too exactly second spot is a place called tiny champions Mm -hmm. it is in the Edo area and it is from the founders and owners of nancy's hustle and you know we talk about nancy's hustle we love nancy's hustle i think it's one of the best restaurants in the city and so this is their new baby and it's pretty funny that their instagram account it's called giant losers I die. I'm like, (laughs) okay. Like, I just love their humor. Yeah, that's too funny. Now, Nancy's Hustle, we've talked about a few times on the show. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they're the the place that has fluffy, is it pancakes? Yes, yes. They have the pancakes. Yeah. Oh my God, look at my memory. With the row on it. Oh yeah. Their food's amazing. So this is more of a, which I love. I love places that have things that have a peat. Patio, pizza, pinot, and pasta. Okay, literally like my favorite. So this place is amazing. It has a really cool, like intimate atmosphere without like trying too hard. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's places that are like trying for like a cool edgy vibe, like in, in East Downtown. <laughs> like I'm so <laughs> like yeah. swag. But this place is just like cool without even trying to be cool. So yeah. 
great place if you're it's like Friday night, you're looking to like pick up a pizza, you know, Valentine's Day coming up, you don't want to go out, pick up a pizza. Like look at their Instagram account. Their pizza incredible. Yeah. Order to go, get a bottle of wine from them. Yeah. Date night. Like that's perfect. This is probably a really good option too for those of you who are quarantining or you have family members who are, you know, maybe older, Being a more elderly. Cautious, sure. Yeah. I think this Valentine's Day is gonna be different for a lot of people just because we're used to going out and going dancing and going out to restaurants and picnics and all this stuff. And I think this would be a great option to say, hey, babe, let's go pick up a pizza and let's Netflix and chill. Exactly. Or if you want to like pick up a pizza and go to one of the parks in the city. Mm -hmm. We talked about what Eleanor Tinsley and Uh, they have the Love Walk Bridge. Exactly. One of my favorite parks in the city because it's close to my house and it has a really great view. You know, there's a ton of social distance space. The Love Walk Bridge Uh for Valentine's Day. If you guys went and got a pizza here, got some wine, did a little socially distant picnic and then like surprised her. Oh my God, genius, you guys. Don't worry, hold on. Hangry Girls got you. We got all the romantic ideas right now. <laughs> Look at us. Surprise her with a lock that you wrote like in Sharpie or something, y'all's name on it, and then lock it on the bridge. Boom. Lock it down. You're welcome. You're I got welcome. You. <laughs> Hangry Girls made me do it. Hashtag it. Put it on Instagram. Okay, last date night spot this week. Our third spot is going to be in the museum district area. Oh. And it's called Lucille's. You know, I always forget about the museum district, which is so stupid because it's so gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it really is. It's really nice. It's beautiful. Because it's like by the med center, but like not not the med center. You know, yeah. like there's some like really cool, like intricate places over there. This place is super cool. Also, y'all, it's February, so I want to note that it's Black History Month. And so mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to feature at least one Black-owned restaurant right. this episode. And Lucille's is one of my favorite Black-owned restaurants in the city. It's by Chef Chris Williams. He's absolutely incredible. He's such a nice guy. This restaurant is just, honestly, it's delicious. I've been going there for years now. One of my favorite things there is they're southern fried green tomatoes. Oh, ooh, and so okay. It's a, it's, so it's a like a southern food, mm-hmm. like slap your grandma type of place. Like we we cooking good. Right. And on Thursdays they have music from six thirty to nine thirty. They have like they have a you know they have a band. Yeah. They have like jazz band. They have somebody like playing. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm vibing with that. Yeah. Right. So like that's my heart. Like give me some like soul food and. I'm listening some to some, music some to good music. To. Like, that is a great date night. There's nothing better than, like, dinner and a show. Oh, definitely, definitely. And so, also, Chef Chris Williams, he has started a foundation called Lucille's 1913. And basically, he's raising money to, like, yeah. give back to the community. If you donate $19.13, he's trying to raise money for meals to be donated back to the community. Since there's such a food insecurity issue right now, he's really taking that into consideration and using his platform. And honestly, like this is a really well-known restaurant in Houston. It's doing well. And he's utilizing his platform for good. And I I love that. Like I want to support him even more so because he's supporting the community. And his food's great. Obviously, they have like your Southern fried dishes. But this is a true, true chef. He goes rogue on some dishes. And he has like octopus with green coconut curry and peanuts like that sounds amazing yeah and I think there's a lot of people out there that feel the way you do about supporting good businesses I have found more and more and I don't know if like the pandemic has brought this out with this whole you know hashtag support small businesses people are genuinely searching out restaurants that care about the community and do good when you find them those are customers for life 
Speaking of such amazing people in Houston, we are going to welcome on Brittany Aver Franklin to the show, who is the founder of Sky High Foundation for Kids. She is absolutely amazing, and you are going to love her just as much as we do. Just hang tight, and I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Jesse Watt, Danielle Dubois, and our brand new friend, Brittany Aver Franklin, who is the founder of Sky High for Kids, joining us socially distant, of course, on the phone today. Hello, Brittany. Hello, ladies. How are y'all? Oh, we're doing so well. How are you? Doing great. It is February already. I don't know what happened to the first month of 2021. <laughs> it went by so fast, but we're so excited that it's February and it's the month of that uh, has Mardi Gras in it. It does. I cannot wait for Fat Tuesday. <laughs> so, Brittany, I just moved here kind of recently. I've spent a year in Houston so far. And where I'm from in Michigan, Mardi Gras is obviously not as prominent as it is here in Houston. So, Danielle has kind of been like taking me under her wing and teaching me the ways of Mardi Gras and the king cake. And she was telling me about this brilliant idea, master plan that you guys have come up with. Can you tell us a little bit about how it came up on your end? Yes, we're so excited to have this opportunity to promote our mission. Sky High for Kids is a nonprofit that is on a mission to end childhood cancer. It's the number one cause of death by disease in our country. And so we are working really hard to give kids a future. And Danielle came on board with a simple DM on Instagram. And when I reached out to her and told her about my roots in South Louisiana and how we started our organization in Lafayette and how I thought it would be a great idea for us to maybe partner on a Mardi Gras king cake tasting contest or something in that realm. And so now we're partnered with not only the Hangry Houstonian, but with Common Bond Bakery and Bistro. And we're producing these unbelievable DIY king cakes that you can put together at home with your family, your friends. And the best part is there's an option to purchase a king cake for a patient at Texas Children's Cancer Center right now. And we're going to end this whole campaign by dropping these king cakes with the help of Whitney and George and everybody at Common Bond at the hospital. There's an outpatient Center and there's an inpatient center, and we're going to service 200 kids on Mardi Gras Day. Oh, my God. This is incredible. And how amazing that it's like a trio of three amazing people in Houston. Obviously, we all know and love Danielle, our hangry Houstonian foodie gal on the show. Brittany is amazing. She is the founder of Sky High for Kids. You guys have done such amazing work in the Houston community. Brittany, can you tell us how Sky High for Kids started? So it's a wild story. I'll make it short for the sake of all of the listeners. But (laughs) I was 14 years old in high school when I visited St. Jude Children's Research Hospital for the first time as a volunteer. And my eyes were open to a world that I had no idea existed. And I remember walking out of the Ron McDonald House of Memphis that houses only St. Jude patients. In fact, 53 families live there at all times. And saying to myself, this isn't fair. I don't understand why kids aren't doing what I'm doing, which I was raised on a farm. So I was duck hunting or riding four wheelers. And, you know, I was surrounded by kids that were literally fighting for their life. And coincidentally enough, we had cooked a gumbo and hosted a Mardi Gras festival at the Ronald McDonald House, and we crowned a king and queen that night. And so Mardi Gras and our kind of culture of Louisiana has always been 
like our roots are kind of who we are at Sky High. I mean, that's what I started doing, you know, when I was 14. Fast forward to college, the same group approached me to help with a fundraiser. And at the time, I was shooting sporting clays on Fridays. I worked at Edie's Restaurant, slinging biscuits while paying my way through <laughs> college at UL. Oh, yeah, girl. I told Danielle, she does not stop at Edie's Biscuits in her lifetime. <laughs> We're going to take a road trip. Yeah, and tell everybody about the best biscuit you ever had with honey on top. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a bunch of girls in college, and we all worked there. And so I shot sporting clays and decided, hey, I think with a $10,000 goal to raise for St. Jude this year, I can grab all my buddies that I shoot with. And really, I started promoting the tournament at Edie's, right? We had tons of customers that were in the oil and gas industry or medical industry, and they just started writing checks. And I grabbed all the girls, and I said, I need some help. And before you know it, we hosted a $70,000 gross income sporting clay tournament at 21 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. Meanwhile, I'm like, what in the world were we doing at 21? Now you know why I want to be her best friend. Literally. I, can't even, I mean, this is incredible. I mean, seriously, thinking about what we were doing at 21 and then knowing that, Brittany, at just age 14, you had this much empathy for people and seeing what they were going through. I mean, wow. It was a wild ride, and it still is. I mean, that really, at that moment, changed my life. God had planted the seed for me when I was young, and then this time he had told me what I was supposed to be doing. And so with the help of Crystal and Holly and so many of my girlfriends in college, we launched Sky High for Kids, formerly as a 501c3 in 2008. And then I moved to Houston to start my career in oil and gas. And so what I was telling Danielle is I've worked a dual career for the past 15 years and just came on board full-time with Sky High in 2018 to really run the nonprofit, right? And so for the past 15 years, we have been setting our goals extremely high because we, again, want to give these kids a future and they deserve a chance. And, you know, unfortunately, Big Fun and the government doesn't put as much money into research for childhood cancer as Mm -hmm. they do for adult cancers. And so the kids and the families rely on private donors, to work through nonprofits like Sky High for Kids to be able to give them a fighting chance. And so to date, we've donated almost $17 million <gasps> to Texas Children's and St. Jude combined. Holy it's crazy. That's insane. I know. I think back and like now that you remind me of like the very beginning days, it's like, is this really happening? Do you have those days where you look back and when you were 14 and you had this idea and this feeling that God was telling you, you know, your purpose in life? And do you look back at it now and go, Holy crap, look what we've done. Oh, yeah. I mean, I really do. And I was telling Danielle, we just signed two, not one, but two multi-million dollar pledges. One for $20 million to support the only immunotherapy center for pediatrics in the country, which is now up and operating at Texas Children's right here in Houston. Mm -hmm. An additional project at Global Hope in sub-Saharan Africa to give kids a fighting chance there because they have nothing, right? No supplies, no medical staffers. And then we just pledged $20 million to St. Jude to support an entire floor of research in the new Advanced Research Center. So our little mighty team of eight, all under 40 years old, has pledged $40 million over the next 10 years to really combat childhood cancer. Like, we're not taking this lightly.
Yeah. We're going big or going home, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, Danielle, how did you and Brittany even meet? Like, how did you guys come up with the idea for this partnership? I've been following Brittany on Instagram now <laughs> for a while. So I saw that she was going to different events and people were posting about her. And, like, I just saw her, like, walking around with a mic at some right. event. And I was like, who is this girl? Like, I just, like, wanted to know who you were. And I'm always very interested in boss babes. Like, yeah. how did you get to where you are? Where's your mindset at? Like, I just think it's very empowering. And like for what I do and who I want to be like, that's who I want to surround myself with. So I started following her. And when she slid into my DMs and was like, hey, would you want to do something? I was like, say less, whatever you want to do. I literally I think I said I was like, this is now your platform as well. Whatever going forward. I like hope that this is a long partnership because I'm all for it. Like and also like with my background being a person that like loves like mission work, you know, for so long I've done mission work in Honduras, but nothing stateside. Yeah. I feel like God was calling me to be like, hey, this should be a part of like your life here. I haven't done not mission work, but like I haven't done like any sort of like real charity work. Right. Utilizing my platform for it. So when she reached out, I was like, this is amazing. Plus King Cakes. Yeah. She's from Louisiana. And then also George that owns Common Bond. He's from South Louisiana as well. And so when she said, who should we talk to about this? I was like, George, like yeah. it, made, it made perfect sense. And it was just kind of like a God wink, uniting all these different forces together. So when I pitched it to them, they were like, absolutely. They knew who Brittany was. And I was like, of course, that you, of course, of course they do, you, you know? do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. What a brilliant trio to have the three of you coming together to do something so great for these children and everyone in the Houston community. And it's so perfect, too, that, Danielle, you came up with this idea of king cakes because that's so Danielle. Danielle has been teaching me about, you know, king cakes because where I'm from, it's poonchkis. So I'm learning all about. Have you ever the- heard of a poonchki? Have you ever heard of a poonchki? Poonchki? What is that? <laughs> exactly. I, that's exactly what I said. I said poonchki. See, but now we're. I'm done with the poonchkis because I've moved on. I, I'm I in hope Houston. you're done with the poonchki. That sounds like something bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Danielle has taught me the ways of the king cake. So this was like a perfect thing for any Danielle loves Common Bond. It's like one of her favorite bakeries in the city. So this is brilliant. How do people order? So this is pretty cool. You know, when Danielle and I finally connected, that's what I did. I'm going to give my husband some credit. He was like, babe, you got to start following this chick, Hangry Houstonian. And we love to cook, but we also love, you know, restaurants in Houston. Who doesn't? I go to my same spots because I love that kind of Southern hospitality of knowing the owners and knowing the bartenders. And you follow someone like Danielle and she makes you try new places and Mm -hmm. support so many local businesses. And so I got to give that credit shout out to my husband, but you can go on Common Bond's website, right? And you click on the King Cake options. Like there's a pre-order option right now until February 10th. And here's the two ways you can order the DIY king cake, which Danielle talked about, right? It comes with the king cake already made, raspberry cream or cinnamon. And you get your icing and your sprinkles and stuff to do at home. So it's such a fun family activity. Or you can purchase a king cake for a child at Texas Children's. And like I said, Common Bond, Whitney and George are going to load up a truck with 200 king cakes. And we're going to do a huge drop on Mardi Gras Day. So, Danielle, I know that both in our links on our Instagram, we also have the order available there for our listeners. Yes, links are in the bayou. Links are in the bayou. We're in the bayou. Oh, my gosh. In our bio. Oh, Lord Jesus. 
But I, yes, it's the DIY. Make sure if y'all are listening out there that y'all are clicking on the DIY kits. They also have already pre-done king cakes, but that doesn't give the money back to Sky High. So just want to you know reiterate that it's the DIY kits, which will give $5 back to Sky High if you want to buy one for yourself. And then also the ones for the patient will go straight to the patient. Awesome. And like she said, that's in her bio. And we'll also put it up on the Hangry Girls podcast as well. So that way it'll be super easy for y'all to check it out. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on and joining us this week. And just, I feel inspired. I feel like you came on, you gave us the boost of energy that we needed this week. And now we're all inspired to go do some good in the world. Well, thank y'all so much for the opportunity and supporting the childhood cancer community. I think Sky High and both of you amazing women will have a long lifetime friendship, and I'm just very, very appreciative. Thank you all so much. We love you, Brittany, and make sure you all stick around because coming up after the break, we're going to go buy you bar hopping. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Danielle, I'm ready to get back in Bullen this weekend because, as you know, this past weekend, Danielle spent with a one-year-old at a one-year-old's birthday party (laughs) and I spent looking at dogs and napping, sleeping, getting my beauty sleep back. So I feel as though we haven't been on our you-know-what when it comes to bar hopping. So I will say I left the one-year-old's birthday (laughs) to go meet up with my friends. So you know, my brother had some friends over with their kids, and I was like, oh, wow, this is a lot of babies. This and so is a lot I, of things I don't need yeah, to be a part so of. Yeah, so I left and I went to drift. Oh, my God. Okay, never mind. You're so <laughs> funny. Danielle is exactly where she needs to be with the bar hopping. I need to get back on my game, which is why Danielle has some brand new options for us on Bayou Bar Hopping this week. I am so pumped because... These are three new bars for Houston, one of which isn't even open yet. Oh, really? That I'm going to be talking about that is like, I mean, it's within days of opening. Okay. So they haven't announced exactly, but literally like within the next few days. Okay. Okay. First spot is called Wonder Bar, which is the old Jack and Ginger spot. It's next to Unicorn Disco and underneath 77 degrees. Okay. When did Jack and Ginger's? No clue. Because I, I remember going there, yeah. I want to say like two Halloweens ago, they had a bar crawl that we signed up for. It was super fun. But then I remember the next time I went, they were shut down and I guess they turned it around pretty fast. Huh? I know, right? Yeah. And I mean, that place was like, the way that it was built out, it was pretty intricate. So a lot went into the transition yeah. into Wonder Bar. And Wonder Bar, they're started out of Austin. It's actually the people from Handlebar. I believe that's <gasps> correct. And so Unicorn Disco, I know, is the Handlebar people as well. Okay, so Handlebar pretty, is one of my I'm favorites. pretty sure it's the same. Yeah. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure that's the same. I mean, all in the same family. Yeah, you know, Austin people, like, we're just trying to, like, get their cool bars. Isn't it funny how, like, Handlebar started in Austin? Concrete Cowboy started in, like, Oh, Austin. I didn't know both those started in yeah, Austin. Yeah, either Concrete Cowboy started in Austin or Dallas. But it's just funny how, like, you know, the different cities have these bars and, like... They come to Houston and we do it better. exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We do it so much better. So much better. So Wonder Bar is just so cool. It's an interactive bar. Mm -hmm. They have different rooms. You can go, like, take pictures in the different rooms. There's, like different emojis that might be in different rooms and certain stuff. emojis that you might use if you were texting someone you liked someone you were into it happens to be like a veg is it a vegetable 
maybe. I think it's a vegetable. So there's an eggplant emoji room. Okay, so we're just going to say it. We're just going to put we're it out gonna there. We're just going to go out there. Yeah, we're just going to go. Gonna put I'm it out like, there. I'm, I'm tiptoeing around it because <laughs> I am embarrassed. Okay, I'm like such a child when it comes to stuff. I swear I saw this on Instagram. Yes. Like, you know how your Instagram feed will give you like the suggested ads or whatever? Yeah. I've seen Wonder Bar come up more than once and I swiped and was like, there's no way this is in Houston. Like, there, I would have known. You right, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so it just opened this past weekend. That's so funny. One of the rooms is, you know, like, wheel, not Wheel of Fortune. It's one of the, where they, like, crank the wheel down. The like, price is right. The price is right. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. one of those. Oh, that's so fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. I feel like, especially Midtown, they're opening up so many, because Unicorn Disco is not old. Like, no, it's, it's very yes, new. Yeah. But they're opening up all these new bars that have these interactive things. Like, for Unicorn Disco, press the button in the bathroom. You're welcome. Yeah. And it's so fun. But they have the little, like, car that you can sit on that says, like, drugs are bad. There's all these, like, Instagram photo ops that I think is so fun because it brings in business for people. I know people that don't even drink that go to these bars because they want to take the picture. Exactly. Well, I think bar owners realize that it's fine to have a bar that's just cool you want to chill at. And then there's places that like you need to have something next level right like you yeah. have to like beat the competition well, our somehow. generation is all about like experiences exactly so yeah that interactive no experience as well you know like there's interactive stuff like opening up you know that interactive mm-hmm. museum we talked yeah, about it's almost no stuff. longer about like the food or the drinks because people will go if the food and drink is bad just to take a pic like we've done that before just yeah, to exactly. take a picture hello yeah, yeah. anyways this sounds like it's a really great area, too. Great place to bar hop. That little Corner. block that yeah. has, what, Daisy Duke, 77, Wonder, Unicorn Disco, Electric Feel Good. Yep. Wild. Like, hello, that's a perfect bar hop night slash afternoon. And it's so funny because that used to be my stomping grounds. When I first moved to Houston, like, Unicorn Disco used to be a bar called Sage County. Mm-hmm. I lived my life there. Like I like it was a I mean like nine o'clock to two a.m. type right. of night. I'm, we didn't move. We just were we were there. We were there. And then we went to Shop Bar maybe like a few nights out of the week, and then maybe like Little Woodrow's that's right over there. But right. we really Midtowners when I first moved here. Right. This might make you be a Midtowner again. Wonder exactly, Bar sounds like yeah. a jam. I can't wait to check it out. I didn't know it was open now, so this is exciting. Yes. So the second bar on our Bayou Bar Hopping Trail is a bar called White Rhino. Okay. Okay, so White Rhino, it's a bar that wants to be very, like, sustainable, like, friendly and, like, very mindful of that. You know, I think that a lot of bars are probably not as thoughtful when it comes to straw usage and if that's going up a turtle's nose and stuff like that. So I actually saw one of my friends that works for a liquor distributor, he was there the other day, and they were grinding up a bottle— and, like, turning it into sand. Okay. Like, they have a machine that basically, like, takes these bottles yeah. and makes them into a different product to be able to use them. Like, so incredible. But the bar itself is really cool. Like, you would never know that it has, like, that component to it mm-hmm. because you're like, I'm just going there because it's a cool bar. Right. Inside, it kind of has that, like, Joanna Gaines vibe to it. Like, it's all white. White rhino. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But really cool atmosphere inside. They say it's a patio cocktail bar, so like really good cocktails, patio vibe to it. They have a happy hour Tuesday to Friday from 4 to 7. They are $5 wells, $2 off draft, and $6 high lifes. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. This sounds really different. It sounds like they're repurposing, reduce, reuse, recycle. Love it. I know we were just talking earlier in the show about 
people now, especially since the pandemic, trying to support businesses that are doing good things in the community and doing good things for the environment, too. So what a great company to want to support. Exactly. Okay, what's our third spot? Third spot is called City Cellars. This is in the Med Center, close to the Med Center area, and it is a wine bar. Also, they serve food, but I wanted to note them because they have some really cool stuff going on for Valentine's. On February 13th, they have a ovaries before broveries (laughs) brunch, y'all. $7 mimosas, $15 craft from 10 to 3 o'clock. And then on February 15th, I like die when I think of this. They have a singles awareness day. I will be there. (laughs) And if you bring in a picture of your ex to shred, you will get a free glass of wine when you buy some food. Yep. So bring in that picture of your ex. They're going to shred it for you and give you a glass of wine. That is so, so freaking funny. I love when companies do stuff like this. Number one, because it's fun. It's like all in good spirits. I think there's a lot of people that hate on Valentine's Day when they're like, ugh. It's a Hallmark holiday, like built for you to, you know, spend money on things. And to be able to have those people go out and celebrate it in such a different way is so genius to me. So funny. Yeah. Because you appeal to all types of people. The people that love Valentine's Day are going to go and drink the bottle of wine and have a nice dinner. And then the people that hate Valentine's Day are going to bring a picture of their ex (laughs) and shred it for a free glass of wine, which is hysterical. Do you know that the Houston Zoo is also doing something like that? Oh, what are they doing? They are letting you buy a cockroach that they will then feed to an animal, but they'll name the cockroach after your ex. Stop it. Where did you find this? It's, I mean, just online. I think they do it every single year because I remember them doing it last year too. That is hilarious. It's $5 for a cockroach, which in my mind, I'm like, perfect to feed your toxic ex to a God knows what kind of animal for five bucks. Absolutely. If my ex is listening to this, I'm definitely naming a cockroach after you. <laughs> <Gets> cockroach, <laughs> names it Chad. <laughs> but you can also buy, they made sure to specify, it was like a, a pre-frozen rat. Oh, woof. I know, which is disgusting, but they'll feed it to a snake. I cannot. I cannot. I don't know if they'll let you watch it because my question with this is, I mean, it's great to know that somewhere out there is a cockroach with your ex's name on it that's being eaten by a larger animal, you're like, what is that? Natural selection. Yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But can you see it? Like, it's one thing to know, but I want to watch it. Is there a Facebook Live or you're going to – or can I go and actually feed – you can feed the giraffes. That's so funny. That's like – have you ever heard about, like, how you can, like, buy a star – yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that just reminds me of that, like, buy a star and, like, you'll be able to, like, look up. They'll tell you, like, the exact coordinates of the star exactly. to be able to, like, look up and be like, oh, that's your star. You know they're probably, like, giving us that same star to, like, everybody, uh, any yeah other people. So they're probably giving that same cockroach. He probably has 10 different names before he gets fed right? to that. Yeah. But also, I want to watch it. That's so funny. I didn't even think about that, Danielle. Also, if I bought a star, I'd look up and have... No idea what I'm looking at. Right. Yeah, no, like, same. And like, I one, like astronomy and I'd still be, be like, one. what if a guy bought you a star for Valentine's Day? I think it's really sweet. I think the gesture is adorable and I would probably melt, but I also would look at a different star every night and be like, is oh, that he it? Bought me, he bought me the Milky Way. Is that it? Like, he how do you the even galaxies. know? And then some guy on the other side of the world is like, little do you know, that was also dedicated to Danielle, Gina, (laughs) Julia, Amanda. Suddenly you don't feel so special, you know? I know, but they give you a certificate. I know. Look, it's, you know, gimmicks, gimmicks. They give you a certificate so you know that it's real. 
Well, I mean, there are billions of stars out there, so I guess technically yeah. they can give out they a, you know, as many. It. Well, pro tip for Valentine's Day, either buy him or her a star, or if you're feeling angsty and single, go to Singles Awareness, shred up a picture of your ex. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be there. Helpful. Or if you plan on spending Valentine's Day sitting at home, drinking alone, we are going to have a perfect cocktail to get you the perfect amount of drunk. Coming up next on I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Angry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. This week we're all king cakes all the time, baby. I mean, tis the season. Tis the season. What? Mardi I need Gras, to... mambo, mambo, mambo. That's a song. Oh, I should. I wish I had the music playing, you know? It's like people will dance down the streets and sing Mardi Gras, mambo, Sing it, girl. Mambo, mambo, sing it. Mardi Gras. That's pretty much all. Down in New Orleans. Girl, you sing it out, girlfriend. <laughs> I need to look now. What day actually is Mardi Gras? I need to get my calendar um, out. I think it's the... 15th? Let's see. It's the 16th. The si- I'm like, I see President's Day on the 15th. Yes. No, not President's Day. Oh it my is God. the 16th. My okay. dad's birthday is the 15th. Oh, okay. So that's how we know. That's how we know. Yes. Well, Danielle just informed me that we are going to be doing the most fun king cake cocktail of the week. I know, right? Let's oh, man. Do it. Love a good king cake cocktail, y'all. So, being from Louisiana, we used to go down to the Carousel Bar in New Orleans, and it's at the Hotel Montalone, uh-huh. and they have a king cake vodka. It's like a martini, but it's really just like a cocktail. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so, so good. They use birthday cake vodka, which, have you ever had birthday cake vodka? <laughs> yes, because anything with extra sugar in it, yes, I like. exactly. Definitely need that. The king cake vodka, I used to be like on a king cake vodka, like, yeah. that was my trend. Like, I was really? trending on it for a while. Yeah, oh yeah. I love anything that is like cake flavored. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Cake flavored, cake scented. <laughs> right. For this cocktail, for our king cake cocktail, y'all, we need purple, green, and gold sand sugar. Have you ever, you know what sand sugar is? It's not just like regular, it's a super fine sugar, right? Okay, so that's going to be for the rim of our glass, all right? So, you know, those are the colors of Mardi Gras because back in the day, those were like the royalty colors. Mm -hmm. And so it was like the colors of kings and queens. You need the sand sugar, all right, for the glass. You're going to need cake vodka. You're going to need Grand Marnier, Bailey's Irish Cream, ground cinnamon, and half and half, okay? So you're going to add two ounces of the cake vodka, and then you're going to add a half an ounce of Grand Marnier, half an ounce of Bailey's Irish Cream, and then the ground cinnamon for a little bit of dusting on top. Oh, nice. And then you can add two ounces of half and half. So you can, uh, you know, mix that in with the booze and it's like extra, extra extra creamy, extra creamy, extra boozy. So and then, you know, obviously before you put that into the glass, make sure that you nicely do a little bit of the different colors around the room. Make it extra, extra festive. Oh, okay. This sounds like a very sugary, very sweet cocktail that I'm going to love. And Fat Tuesday is coming up, y'all. So you have time to enjoy this. You can enjoy this guilt free. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, you know, Mardi Gras is all about being gluttonous, like everything extra, super gluttonous right before what's on Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Exactly. Yes. So Jesse and I are both Catholics. So Ash Wednesday is the start of Lent. So it is Fat Tuesday is us being like super like gluttonous and all that we're stuff. We're being fat. Exactly. We're being fat on Fat Tuesday. And you heard that? That was my Detroit accent. We're being fat on yeah. Fat Tuesday. You're spending too much yes. time with me. I know, right? <laughs> Before we repent. 
for our sins that we made at McIntyre's in a drift. Literally. Literally, yes. Do and you know what you're going to give up this year? I have no idea. You know, so the past few years, instead of like giving something up, I typically add something. Like right. I have to add like... I struggle sometimes like with my morning prayer. And so like I will make sure that like I do my daily devotionals, you know, like I did it this morning. I was so proud of myself, but like making sure that I like add that in. And so, you know, I try to go to to mass at least twice a month. It's a, it's a big goal to say I'm going to go four times a month, which now that I say that out loud, it's like, come on, Danielle, that's literally just, but when you're busy, it is really, it is really hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So during Lint. I like to make it a point to go twice a month. Yeah, I love that. I know it's so hard because I've done, you know, the giving up because when you're raised Catholic and if you're Catholic, you know this too. We were taught to give something up and sacrifice something that would be really tough for you. So that way you can feel sort of the sacrifice that God gave up for you. I think adding something is so much more beneficial to your life and like brings you closer. You know what I mean? When yeah. the start of Lent. Sorry, we didn't mean to get all like Catholic. Yeah, I know, there, right? But- this is not a Catholic podcast, but hey, you know but what? You know, whatever. We're, yeah. we're getting into the Lent season. And now that Fat Tuesday is coming up, we just want to make sure that you have the drinks to celebrate before you have to repent your sins and give something up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're drinking the king cakes. Now, this has nothing to do with the drink itself, but we said king cakes and I can't stop thinking about it. Can you explain to me the baby? That's the baby Jesus. The baby Jesus. The baby Jesus, King Herod, yeah. wanted to kill baby Jesus. Okay, yeah. Okay, you, you know, like, and then, you know, they hid right. They hid Jesus from him, right? The Red River, all that stuff. And so it's them hiding Jesus from King Herod. In the cake. So, exactly. So oh. if you think about the cake, the king's cake, right? So I'm like literally doing air quotes to Jesse right now. No, but like, I love it. I feel yeah. like I'm storytelling exactly. right now. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I, don't I love it. So yeah, so it's the king's cake, King Herod's cake, and they're hiding baby Jesus in the cake because you're not going to kill our savior. No. Wait, we turned into a Catholic <laughs> podcast really fast. I'm so sorry. Everyone you know what? I like- also, I was listening to, oh my goodness. So <laughs> oh my gosh, our producer's going to be like, ring it back in. Also, I want to note that my father's Jewish. So, you know, this is a place for everybody. <laughs> everybody is welcome. welcome here, guys. Love you all. God, we are so, we get off on these tangents I'm, I'm so dead. quickly. Squirrel. Like, Squirrel. I should take my Adderall before coming in here. <laughs> we have such a problem. Like, our bad, y'all. Everyone's like, can y'all shut up for a second about that? <laughs> sorry. We're so sorry. Okay. So that was the purpose of it. Now, yes. isn't there like some sort of tradition though? If, if you find baby Jesus or my yes. wrong? So if you find baby Jesus, which, you know, growing up, everybody wanted to find the baby. Well, right. That's like the big prize. But tradition says if you find the baby, you buy the next king cake. Ah, mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. And so growing up, they would put the baby already in the king cake. And so now because choking hazard, now, <laughs> now baby Jesus has grown a little bit also. You know, they used to be super tiny. Yeah, Isn't so now funny? baby Jesus has grown a, a bit and they will put it outside to where, you know, somebody puts it in the cake and they know where it is. It's so funny to me when you see the things that, you know, your parents were allowed to do when they were little and you're like, oh my That's gosh, so well, unsafe. It's also funny to think about like the play sets, you know, like recess at like school and stuff. I mean, nails coming out yes. of the, like the swing sets and stuff. And now it's like, everything's plastic. Nothing is wood. Wear I, mean, I have, I have scars on my body to this day from like being at my elementary school and, and, and just, yeah. And 
nails and all this stuff. But now everything's like plastic and everybody's careful. But everyone's I mean, yeah, careful. Yeah, I mean, you right. got to hide the baby Jesus so nobody chokes. Exactly. Like, okay, we're all softies over here. Just kidding. We're mindful. <laughs> we want to be safe. <laughs> all right. If y'all try this king cake recipe or you just want to talk to us about king cakes, feel free to slide into our DMs at Hanger Houstonian or at JessieWatt965. You can send us any cocktail recipes. You can slide into our podcast, Instagram, at the Hangry Girls Podcast. And we live on Instagram, so what else do we have to do? You know Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Nothing. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Danielle, tell me what's happening. So everyone's been asking about king cakes, and they're excited about giving back to Sky High to Texas yeah. children. So, I mean, honestly, my DMs have been, like, popping off about that. I, they've been popping off for a minute. I feel like, thank God, I love that we're on this king cake train today. We talked earlier. Also, how cool do we sound by saying popping off? Like, popping <laughs> off. How cool do I look right now when how I cool say do I sound? Look, y'all, I have a hoodie. Off. I have a Nike hoodie, like, swag. I'm popping off, swag, y'all. Swag. If y'all are listening on CVS Sports Radio 650 right now, you can log on to radio.com after this. Check out the podcast because earlier in the show, we talked to Brittany A. Bear Franklin, who's the founder of Sky High for Kids. She gave us like some really good insight, gave us all the feels about what her foundation does. It's this amazing nonprofit organization. So go back, take a listen, share with your friends, and of course, buy a king cake. Danielle, can you tell us one more time how people can get involved? So there's a link in my bio, not my bayou, as I said earlier, my bayou. And it will send you directly to the Common Bond website where you can either pre-order a king cake for yourself. Mm-hmm. If you get one of the DIY, now it has to be one of the DIY kits, okay? Right. Either in flavor cinnamon or it's like the traditional cinnamon or the raspberry cream cheese, which I prefer, like so good. So good, yeah. If you order one for yourself, which will be the pre-order, you can choose to pick it up from one of the common bond locations and yeah. there's locations all over the city. $5 from that will be going directly to Sky High Kids. And Sky High, they're an amazing charity. They donate to Texas Children and to St. Jude. They're all over the place. And then you can either do that or if you're like, hey, I don't necessarily like want the calories or something. Or if you're just like, hey, I want to be an amazing human being, you can donate a king cake directly right. to a patient at Texas Children. And on Mardi Gras Day, the founder, Brittany, myself, and the owner of Common Bond, George Joseph, we're all going to be going to Texas Children and deliver all 200 cakes Ugh. that are going to be donated to the kids there. I love that. Yes. That's absolutely amazing. All right, Dion, we have about a couple minutes left. So what we want to do is make sure we give everyone a second to pull out the notes on their phone, get a pen and paper so we can give y'all all the addresses of the places we talked about this week. So we started out with some brand new date night spots. Our first spot was in the Med Center at Safina at 6750 Main Street. Second spot was in Edo at Tiny Champions at 2617 McKinney. Third spot is Lucille's in the Museum District at 5512 LeBranch Street. Then we went Bayou Bar Hopping at the new bar, Wonder Bar, in Midtown at 2416 Brazos. Second spot is the new bar, White Rhino, at 319 Melby. This is not open yet, but within days it will be open. I'm so pumped. And then our third spot was City Cellars 
at 1801 Ben Street. And don't forget, this is the ovaries before, before broveries. Or if you want to bring it, it's a single awareness day. So bring in a picture of your ex. They're going to shred it for you and give you a glass of wine. It's so hilarious. My favorite thing ever. <laughs> If you guys have any suggestions of places you think we should check out or want to talk about, please let us know on our Instagram at the Hangry Girls Podcast, Danielle at Hangry Houstonian, and myself at JessieWatt965. We want to give a huge shout out and thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank y'all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.